Quick announcement before I start. Next week, we're going to have a special announcement, special episode. Be sure to listen. Anyway, this day has been absolutely unique. Why in... Why is today unique more than anything? Well, my brother started his business, if you guys know already, um, and I decided to go out and help him. Thing is, I really like the job. Like, holy shit! I mean, it's not every day you get to you get to see wasps and you get to you get to control pests. It's very simple. I would go into detail. I'm not sure if I can, but there's basically a chemical that freezes wasps, and I've never seen that before in my life. Now that I have seen it, I'm hooked. That was fucking cool. Welcome back to the Meatweed Podcast, where we are on Twitter a lot more. I mean, X, sorry. There's a lot of people who's been, who have been get, getting on me for saying it wrong, okay? It's X, whatever. I call it Twitter because everyone else calls it that. Anyone with half a brain does, and I don't care for Elon Musk, okay? It's just that simple. I don't hate the guy. I don't, whatever. Okay, let's move on. Anyway, the real hair bear on Twitter, or X, whatever, just posted the worst photo of chicken and waffles that i've ever seen it's very literal the chicken isn't fried it's pretty much just boiled and it's half a waffle with gravy and he appears to be drinking it with whiskey so yeah anyway a lot going on today anyway There's a historic moment that happened recently, and I wanted to address it. Something very nice. Something that me, as a internet meme veteran, someone who's been around the internet since I was a child, and has seen it grow and develop, this really does bring a smile to my heart. There was an old meme, right? Um, I remember primarily Sonic, in a funny text format, was saying, If sex is so good, why is there no sex too? And then a lot of things started happening where we got the second version of this, second version of that, which was great. You know, it was, it made it for a funny meme, made us all chuckle. It's very old, very, very dead, very old meme. Having said that, there was also an even older meme that came back. It comes and goes. It's one of those things where it comes in waves and it's always funny if you are an internet veteran and you know a lot about it. Number one, and... My favorite, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know why I said number one. Anyway, this is one that I like because it, it brings me back hearing it. Rick Astley's never going to give you up. You know, getting Rickrolled, basically. Well, it's funny hearing it, right? Because we got Rickrolled too. Like, he straight up said, you know, Rick Astley straight up made it. And they even made it in the most simple form. If you want to see it, Rick Astley made a second um, never going to give you up, basically. Never Gonna Give You Up too, Also known as Never Gonna Stop. And if you want to see the music video, it's been out for two weeks. I highly recommend seeing it. I actually wasn't aware of it. But thank you um, to Lessons in Meme Culture for for enlightening me on this, on this topic. I'm actually surprised seeing it too. Because the thing is, the entire music video was shot on an iPhone. Like, it was very simply done, you know? Everything wasn't, you know, it, it didn't need to be bombastic. It didn't need to be absolutely theater level you know production he, he kept it simple rick astley kept it simple and what i like about it right is that because of his fame he went into retirement to focus on raising his family and loving his kids which i can respect i can respect seeing that and he came back just to you know just just to shoot a glance just a smile saying hey i made this song it became a meme and now it's now it's time for another one you know it's time for a sequel and boy did it work because 
how many people don't know who Rick Astley is or getting Rick rolled, you know, stuff like that. And especially that iconic moment years ago when Rick Astley himself was Rick rolled. By the way, it's funny thinking about the history of the Rick roll because originally the term wasn't Rick roll. Originally, Rick roll was, um, it's a successor to a previous joke, which is a duck roll. A duck roll is simply, you get someone to click a link and instead of, instead of Rick Astley's never going to give you up, you get a duck with wheels that says duck roll. I never understood why it was funny, but nevertheless, this was early internet, you know, web 1.0. It was funny to them. And I, I guess because of that, you know, over time jokes develop or they'll repeat or, you know, you know, things will, things will evolve over time as, as they tend to do. And this is no different. Rick Astley is basically never going to give you up to or never going to stop really is an homage to the old song. If you listen to it, even without the context of the meme, it's just a beautiful song. I, I like it. Dude, Rick Astley's such a talented singer, I'm not gonna lie. I, I won't go off saying, oh, I'm a big Rick Astley fan, but whenever he sings, he's got the pipes, you know? He's got, he's got the charisma. He's a good singer. I love it. Speaking of memes, let's talk about the new iPhone. The iPhone 15 with a now uh, <laughs> universal charging port, uh, USB-C. It's amazing seeing it because I never thought I'd I never thought we'd get to the point where where we have the USB-C on an iPhone, but I guess because of a UK law, instead of changing the port specifically for that market, they decided to make it universal. It's like they have USB-C now, so now everything runs on it. Which is great because my Mac does not, and neither does my phone. Anything I have does not have that cable. Thank you, Apple. I should not have supported you so much. And it is what it is, you know? What I'm surprised about, though, is the chip that's in the new iPhones that are so good it can actually run Resident Evil with ray tracing. I heard about that, and I looked up the videos, and that's impressive. It's very impressive. I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm not an Apple fanboy. I do have a Mac and an iPhone, but that's, that's to my extent. I'm not going to worship Steve Jobs or anything. I never really cared about it. There is something that I do want to talk about, and it's kind of controversial, but also not really. This is more like... This is a fact, and it's, a, it's an objective fact, and I should really just tell you straight and bluntly. Most people don't know this, and I, I unfortunately do. Steve Jobs died of a cancer that was easily treatable, but he wanted it to go the natural way. It's that plain and simple. So, you know, let's pay respect to them, though. You know, I mean, he's gone now, but he gave us um, interesting technology. So it is what it is. But yeah, you know, he, he chose the um, naturopathic way, which... You know, whatever floats your boat. You know, the iPhone when it first came out was actually pretty much... Like, it, it looked like alien technology. Speaking of alien technology, guess what the Mexican government released recently? Well, let's talk about this whole thing, okay? Apparently, I don't know if I believe it yet. I don't fully believe it. But at the same time, if this was a smaller group of people, maybe I would look the other way. But the Mexican government recently released two alien bodies believed to be a thousand years old based on carbon dating. I didn't need a translator. I speak Spanish. I was watching the um, the press conference. Apparently, it was a three-hour-long live stream, and they even found some stuff inside one of the aliens, which was a thousand years old. Okay, again, carbon dating, carbon-14 dating specifically. Um, they found what was considered, many people were debating on what it was, Based on x-rays, they found eggs, quote-unquote eggs, three of them. Or it could be more, we don't know. Or it could be or organs. I don't even know, man, okay? But the thing is, here's here's the thing, right? There's a thing about the person who who discussed the aliens 
in in like the one who actually initially brought him out this person in mexico is known for alien conspiracy hoaxes that's the problem here that's why i don't have my you know that's why i don't have i have my rational skeptical headset on you know what i mean what's his name again jaime malsan is his name um however i did get one thing wrong it wasn't conspiracies it was just the phenomena of alien life and the thing is the guy who was actually under oath some years ago um was also attending this was again a three-hour live stream but the thing is the bodies are under a glass table right we can't fully dissect we can't fully experiment not even experiment what am i saying we can't fully look at these things okay is it exciting if it's true absolutely but i don't know man i'm really skeptical about this they look a little too paper mache to me if you know what i mean if you know what i mean obviously they're mummified that's the thing um if they are as old as they claim they'll be incredibly mummified but also the uh, the x-rays you know it's not like you were watching them take x-rays in person right there are already photos that are already there i i don't i don't understand why we're so obsessed with alien life maybe just because it's something new and humans are curious creatures but i also don't understand more importantly why people commit hoaxes am i calling him a hoax probably not i'm not directly saying that he's lying i'm just saying you know it's happened before in the past even with modern day technology that we do have let's let's be reasonable you know what i mean i i mean yeah it's dead and it's been mummified for thousands of years allegedly but until we see one alive and well we don't really know if you pull up photos of the the specimen that we currently have i i did some right i i opened it and i was looking at it the thing is i i, I can't i just can't believe it okay literally i can't like it looks fake to me incredibly fake if you look at the arms they look way too stiff it looks like a stick covered in paper mache again the heads look creepy the eyes are big and the mouth is incredibly small again easy to fake but i just wouldn't know how you did it if it is a fake it's a very good one forgeries have happened in the past we re we had not even recently in the grand scheme of things it's not recent at all there was the first hoax, which was the alien autopsy, which was just chicken guts in a really realistic looking doll. But it, again, it was a hoax. Even, and the problem here, right? The really big problem is when people come out saying, yeah, it's a hoax, I'm sorry. There are those who will not believe that. They want to believe, so they're gonna be like, no, he's just, he's being forced to say that. The government's hiding it. It's like the government's literally showing you, okay? In this case. And it's crazy to me thinking about that because there's there are some people that if they want to believe something, they're going to believe it. Like no matter what, it's just going to be something that unfortunately we can't change. Human, humans can be stubborn by nature, some of them especially. There will be some that refuse to admit they're wrong. And rather than admit they're wrong, they'll just constantly believe the lie or they'll find any kernel of truth to it. There's also another word for it, right? Where it, anything confirms what you think. You're going to latch onto that and ignore other stuff. It's called confirmation bias. And we're all, all susceptible to it. doesn't matter how smart you are, how many years you have studying something. Everyone is susceptible to confirmation bias. Why? I should know this myself. Okay. I'm human. I'm flawed. So are you. If you're an alien listening, hello, beep boop bop. I hope I didn't just say something really mean. What the hell was that joke? I'm actually quite impressed with how much stuff has happened since last week. I don't remember covering this in the last episode of the podcast, but if you guys remember Pakui's one chip challenge, it's it's gone because a teenager who ate it died. Allegedly, he ate 14, 16, quite a bit, okay? But the thing is, you're only supposed to eat one, and they're not meant for minors. 
period. And, and yet the problem is the fact that it was so easy to get that miners were buying them anyway. And now that's the problem. It's a single chip in a box. And it's incredibly spicy. That's the point of it, though. The point is it's incredibly spicy. I think I did mention this last week. Just in case I did miss something, though, I did want to make sure, you know, bring it up at least. But it's it's sad that the way it was pulled off shelves was that somebody died as a result. That just shows you the carelessness of a lot of people and companies as a whole. Like, I don't blame the company. I, I don't blame anyone, okay? And who was going to know that they were going to die as a result? In fact, the person reportedly was feeling okay like at first they felt really awful and then they said oh i'm feeling okay and then they just they just they just found them dead it's really sad thinking about it but these things do happen and all we could do is be careful and vigilant for next time something might happen like this again challenges are meant you know they're they're, they're challenges okay you could fail a challenge i'm not i'm not casting light on i'm not making light of the situation okay it sucks that it happened and i do feel bad my condolences go out to that family member of you know obviously they have a family but yeah it's, it sucks that that happened i never got to try the one chip challenge so i wouldn't know i don't like spicy food i don't do that and i'm on keto anyway so i can't even eat the chip but still for those in chester county you probably know about this story about a prison inmate who recently escaped and the way they escaped their 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 escape clip came viral it was actually quite interesting because it showed a massive flaw in the prison system he climbed out that was it it's very it wasn't easy but it's the fact that he could do it that's the problem it was an inmate by the name of uh, daniello cavalcante which was in prison for stabbing his girlfriend apparently ex-girlfriend yeah so here's the thing right i normally don't mind um you know when, when stuff like this happens it's often just kept in the news for most people and you know that's the end of that the problem is here locally where i'm from because this happened in a major prison, a major, you know, penitentiary, every penitentiary was on edge. They were looking for flaws in their system, and I happen to live close to one that's incredibly big. One of the most famous ones where Charles Manson died. They were not taking it lightly. They heard the news, and they immediately just kind of, they thought, okay, maybe if there was a flaw in this prison, there's going to be multiple in this one, because this is much bigger. So they looked around, they, they were, they had cops everywhere, I'm not going to lie. They took this very seriously, as they should. But I'm just saying, for you guys who aren't living next to major prisons, you wouldn't have noticed much, um, as much as I did, where me and my brother, because we were out and about today, there was just cops everywhere in big vans. Uh, so there was always, um, there, there was a lot of them. They were remaining vigilant, and I, I really don't know what they were planning on doing. Like, if they found a flaw, are you, are you going to rebuild the whole thing? How does that work? Where are our tax dollars going? Man, I mean, you know what? I just want to take a moment to talk about something um, before I continue. Uh, I've been, I read this book years ago, and I'm just saying, if you guys like reading, um, go on Amazon, look up Piero Monami. It's P-I-E-R-R-O-T-M-O-N-A-M-I. And that's by Raymond Quino. Um, a really good book. I recommend it. If you guys read... I look up, uh, I'd look up that book on Amazon. I bought it years ago. I read it and I just, I loved it. You know, it's a good book. For those curious in my, um, in my link tree, I also have my own book, but you know, I'm just saying when I read a good book, I recommend it. You know what I mean? I've also been doing Audible more, but I think Audible is, I, I don't know how to explain it, right? You just, there's something about holding a physical copy of a book 
because even if you don't read it, you still have access to it, no matter what. Me, when I canceled my Audible subscription, I lost half of my stuff. They say you can keep the books that you pay for, but that's just it. If, if it's included with an Audible subscription, when you lose the subscription, you lose the book. It's that simple. But yeah, it's better to have a physical copy of the book. So you may be asking why did I finally talk about the news, because I haven't done that in a while. Well, the truth is, there has been a lot going on in the news, but none of it has been interesting to me. None of it has been things that I want the listeners to, to hear about, okay? No, nothing has been, oh, look at this, this is incredible, because mostly it's like sport news, politics news, stuff I don't really want to talk about. There's a thing that happened recently in Mexico, but that would keep that would be considered uh, political, so I don't want to talk about it. But uh, one more thing before I move on. There's a thing. Uh, Powerball winner Edwin Castro splurges on a new $47 million LA mansion because this guy won $2 billion. And the funny part is, a lot of people are, you know, saying, oh, um, he's going to lose all his money. Um, he, he's not going to have a lot of money after a certain amount of time. You know, people are giving their two cents. And quite frankly, you know, rightfully so. Because the thing is, when it comes to Powerball winners, a lot of them have been, or lottery winners in general, a lot of them have not been the smartest with their money and have splurged on things that really shouldn't have been splurged on, you know? A lot of them, I've heard stories about like lavish parties, lots of drugs, alcohol, uh, luxury cars, you know, things of the sort. Because the thing is, this is now a lifestyle. This is now a life that they've never been able to experience, you know? That's the term, uh, new money, I guess, where, yeah, you, you finally come into money and you don't know what to do with it, so you're spending it in ways that are incorrect. Or, you know, in this case, you know, he spent maybe, what, a quarter of what he earned? Or earned what, what he won. But that's it, just a quarter of it, which he had quite a lot. And I'm pretty sure interest is going to, you know, build up every year. And he could just live off that. If that's the case, you know, good for him. That, that'd be clever. That'd be how I'd go about it. But if he can't, if he can't, you know, hold back and start spending more and more of it, then, yeah, that's that's not going to last long. Which, let's, let's, let's hope for the best for this Powerball winner. Good for him. And there's a mosquito on my face. Oh, my God. We were talking about, you know, news and stuff. Things that are modern. You know, th things that have happened this week. There's been quite an eventful week, okay? It's it's good. It's great. I love seeing that. I love hearing about new things that have finally happened. Things that are exciting to talk about that aren't just sport-related or politics. Why is that the only thing people fucking talk about on Twitter? Anyway, there's this thing that happened some years ago. Not years ago. Years ago? I would say it's a few years ago now. But... I'm pretty sure a lot of you remember Pink Sauce from from TikTok. It was a phenomenon. It was a sensation. Everyone wanted to try this beautiful Pink Sauce. They thought, ooh, it looks delicious. Then there was controversies about packaging because the person who made it didn't even know what the FDA was. They said stuff, much to their dismay, they said things like, what do you mean FDA? I don't sell medical products, even though Food and Drug Administration, the first letter, man. The first letter is food. Winning Drug Administration, okay? I get it, I get it. Not a lot of people know that. It's okay, I get it. But, you know, having said that, regardless of everything that happened, the pink sauce lady overall got her sauce in Walmart, you know? She got it into shelves at Walmart, which is a huge W for a lot of people. It's a big win, for those who don't know. That's a very difficult thing to do, in fact. that's I'm actually quite impressed with that. I love that, and, you know, that's uh, good for her. Good for her. Having said that, when is the last time you heard anybody mention pink sauce? Exactly. When is the last time you heard anyone even talk about it or anything, okay? It's just, that's the problem with hype. When hype is too high, 
eventually it goes away and then it just trickles down really really badly it just comes crashing down okay imagine if interest in something is like a mountain you're making your way up a lot of people know about it so more people discuss it more people know about it interest is going up a lot of people want it stores are selling out okay it's a big deal but what happens when all of that hype when all of it just disappears people stop talking about it they tried the sauce some say it's mediocre some say it's okay others say they try it again others try to make it at home only better and some people do make it at home only better what happens to the product that you were selling that's the problem interest has gone down in fact how how low is interest in pink sauce not only is it no longer a trending topic i got a photo here right i'm actually going to post it on i'm going to use it as um the picture all of the pink sauce bottles are on clearance at Walmart. I have seen a single one purchased. One, okay? This isn't a photo I took myself. I found it online. And it's just kind of sad because the, the pink sauces are no longer pink. They look kind of beige colored. They have a very distinct color to them still, but it's no longer the pink sauce. And also I've heard many people say the pink sauce isn't even that good. It was mediocre at best. And it was destined to fail. Well, we are now in the destined part. You know what I mean? The prophecy has been foretold. By definition, the prophecy is that which is foretold. Thank you, Xavier Renegade Angel. Having said that, the dominoes have finally fallen. So, yeah, pink sauce is um out of favor for a lot of people now. Which is a damn shame. Maybe it could have lived up to the hype. If, if some things were slightly different, if it had a gimmick, if it had a special food that would go good with it, that would be fine, you know? That'd be okay. If you had a specific dish, maybe you put it in hamburgers or french fries you know you become the next ketchup basically if you became that then you'd be a millionaire you know your product would be flying off the shelves the problem is it didn't catch on that's the term it didn't catch on it didn't hold any cultural significance maybe for a little bit but it didn't latch on it didn't claw in it didn't embrace the storm it just it just fell off the wayside and people knew about it yeah it, it's just like easy squirt you guys remember that the ketchup with different colors yeah not a lot of people cared for it unless you were a child in the 90s and even then the carcinogenic colors were probably not good for eating but you know we still did it anyway but yeah that's the problem with the pink sauce thing is that no one's talking about it anymore and no one wants it anymore was it good i don't know i've actually never tried it but i've heard a lot of people say it's okay my girlfriend herself even said she tried it before and it was just okay in fact she said it tasted like something was going rancid that's the problem <laughs> yeah it's i don't know it's gone. You know, the hype is dead. It, it's gone. There's a thing that comes up every now and then that I'm reminded of. It's just kind of funny. Um, the internet is always looking for the next meme. I mean, it does not matter how many funny things are online. A lot of people are going to find the next thing to laugh at or the next thing to post and have a bunch of text on it. You know, maybe a, a funny cat says hike and has cheeseburger. How many people even remember that? Um, it's, it's funny seeing it, right? Because I'm looking at one here. There's a painting. If you guys know this name, you're going to giggle. It's by Nate Hallinan. This drawing was created in 2014. You might know it as the realistic Smurf cat. Why the hell is it so popular? It's a... Damn, I just keep hiccuping. Wow. It's all over the place. It's just funny to see it because... I don't know. It's just, it's just funny to me. Because it's just the same... It's the same cat every time. It's just... <laughs> it's, just, it's just so it's so goofy man i keep 
I, I need to I need to chill with the memes, man. I've just been browsing way too many memes. I've been going on Twitter when I'm not on memes. And when I'm not on Twitter or at work, I, I'm on memes, you know? I'm doing all this. I, um... <laughs> it's been a fucking... It's been a ride. Also, there's a thing going on recently at my house. And it's... Yeah, it, it, it's... I'm sorry. I, I gotta get a little personal for a bit. And it's gonna suck. Because the thing is, right... We're dealing with stuff at the house, um, a plumbing issue, which needs to be addressed right away, and it's not easy. It's not easy, nor is it cheap. The problem is I don't really have the money to fix it, and I don't think any of us do right now. Um, as you remember, in the beginning of the year, we had very little work because of the storms that were hitting, and we're not that good off financially. The, the problem is, you know, it's, 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 it's something when, when you're an adult and you have to pay for all this stuff. It's another thing when insurance won't cover anything, and it's just a—it's a pain in the ass, you know what I mean? But you know, we'll get through this. Um, having said that, I do—I am thankful for one thing, though. I am thankful for all of you people who always listen and support me in any way you can. I appreciate everything, okay? Even if you're just listening to the podcast or watching me on YouTube, I appreciate it, man. I really do. You know, you guys take time out of your day to to listen to me, even though I barely say anything of note. You know, I'm just a goofy guy on the internet. And it's been staying that way for years. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's how shit is. So, I want to thank you guys specifically one area, okay? New York City Podcast Network. I don't know how to explain it, right? But you guys have always been putting me on the, the pick of the week. You guys have been putting me front and center. And I absolutely love you guys for it. I want to give you a big thank you. If you're not listening on New York City Podcast Network, go on their website and check it out. They've been really big help for the podcast, helping us grow and everything. Spotify has finally... Um, put in some work too where they can finally label us properly you know it's not analog horror it's not any of this not news it's just you know me talking and they 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 labeled it correctly arts and entertainment basically and youtube is still kind of funny about it youtube is constantly labeling me as politics which no i'm not i'm the exact opposite i try to be away from politics okay and yet youtube has that as a default i don't know why i have to go back and change it every time People who are into politics have been listening to me, and I'm sorry, but I'm just not, okay? I'm not into politics. I don't care for it. I don't care for voting. I don't care for any of that. It's just not me. It's just not my thing, okay? Bunch of rich guys in suits. Well, they don't care about us. You know what I mean? I'm also surprised by one thing that happened last week that no one noticed, or that no one said anything mean about, at least this time. I, I don't know. I, I've been, my, my old videos have been getting up there on TikTok again, and I'm really excited to see that. Like, I'm actually really happy... Whenever I see that my posts are going viral on TikTok, or in this case, Instagram Reels as well. But YouTube Shorts have also been putting in work. I've noticed YouTube recommended make a short with this video, and I'll do it, and it'll get more views than the original video. Which, awesome, great. Because a lot of kids are watching it, apparently, and you, they're just scrolling through it. Which, that's fine too, it still counts, you know. At the end of the day, you guys saw me. Hi, hi, how you doing? I'm very surprised that the thick milk is back, because last year around this time me and my brother were doing paintball and i actually missed doing it we might do it again um and we were um in this town right where i don't know why the ampm the local ampm had this fridge that was just completely broken and they couldn't fix it right away so all the milk was going bad and what i recorded was just a milk a gallon of milk that had been very noticeably spoiling fermenting and getting very very pressurized like it was ready to burst and i just recorded and said they got the new thick milk here but of course, being TikTok, I recorded this over the sound of Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. 
and <laughs> it just it popped off which you know awesome I, I love when my videos popped off but the one that popped off the highest was the uh, there's three of them right if you go on my tiktok they're all bookmarked they're all they're all stamped or whatever pinned to the very top one of them was my truck all the way up in the air slowly coming down because it was in a giant machine this is when i worked with night i recorded it i didn't think much of it and that, that that's all it was what became of it was a lot of truck drivers watching it another one was this lady who went spongebob squarepants toothpaste and she was like brushing her teeth with candy and i just responded with cannibal corpse has a new singer but it's a picture that i posted on my wall and it was just a very weird toad looking glass thing that was apparently on etsy and i found it and i thought it was funny this cannibal corpse has a newest singer we don't know either that's when i was making memes where it looked like breaking news templates i actually made one of my girlfriend where it says breaking news local woman conquers hawaii <laughs> i thought that was funny and the final one that's penned which is my most popular one was a kyle rittenhouse video where his lawyer said the n-word three times and i put it over peppa pig music it's just a news article right I posted it and then I have my smug face smiling saying, do you think he won guys? Turns out he did. So that's a surprise. Well, at least after that, you know, I was a good lawyer then. Okay. That's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed podcast. Next week, please tune in. I do have a special announcement, but you won't know until the middle of the video. It, it's a familiar face who's going to be showing up and by who's going to be showing up. I don't mean they're going to literally show up. No, never mind. Um, it's, it's hard to explain. Um, a familiar person who is not on the podcast but is also not a person i don't know something's coming up next week i want you guys to hear it okay so if you guys want to support me um i got a patreon in the description or just subscribe to me on youtube if you're on spotify give me five stars if you're on new york city podcast network vote up this episode and add it to your likes and do all this and you know if you're on youtube like and subscribe i i know you know, what surprises me is if you say that, apparently it actually does work. So let's see if it does. I'm almost at 100 subscribers on YouTube. I do appreciate that. I know I don't post enough, but still. Thank you guys for watching. See you guys next week.